Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Hey everybody, welcome back to Not Worth the Time. Been two whole weeks since this pod came out. Two whole weeks. You guys have been waiting patiently. Which I hope you have more podcasts you've been listening to, guys. God damn, if you're just waiting for this one, who have I set the bar low for you? There are so many things out there. But that's okay. We're here. Took me a little bit to get started because drinking my decaf coffee, no pep in my step. But that's the way we're doing this now. Decaf coffee, every podcast. Going to take a sip on you. Ah, that's right. Decaf all day, every day. Because this podcast is getting old. It's getting old with me. You know what I mean? It's aging. It's not getting old. It's still good. There's still plenty of good content. But it's aging. It's aging like a fine wine, though. Eventually, you know, it's now like not worth the time. Get off my lawn podcast. And as it keeps aging with each episode, it's going to be not worth the time. Get off my lawn podcast. Where's my social security check? Why grandkids never visit me? Why don't my kids not call podcast? Oh, yeah. Don't have any kids. Never got married podcast. Just going to keep getting longer and including more adjectives about my thing, about my life as I get older. That's right. Not worth the time. Get off my lawn. That's where we're at right now. Don't even have a lawn. Wish I had a lawn. You know how cool it'd be? I talk about it almost uh, like, I've talked about this on many podcasts, how cool it would be for me to just have a porch. I, I dream about that, just sitting on that front porch, man, just looking out, just watching it, yelling at the mailman, be like, you gave me Dolores' mail the other day. They're like, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Taylor, you're goddamn right. And it, and it won't even, you know what, I picture it being an actual mailman, and it won't be. You know what it's going to be now? It's going to be a robot. Going to be a robot. Dude, these robots are getting out of control. Dude, they're everywhere now. All these robots. Like, I was downtown Salt Lake. Right? Doing what I do down there. You know, slinging dope. That's what I do. Go downtown, sell rocks. Sell rocks. <laughs> it's so weird because there's like a, like, so you can almost believe that. There's a giant homeless shelter, lots of drug problem down there. If I said I was slinging rocks, probably get, now I'm going to get the police called on me. Police are going to be like, Mr. Taylor, you said you were slinging rocks? Uh, never said that. Uh, says here that you, we have it documented on this podcast. Eh, uh, yeah, it's a comedy podcast. Oh, you think drug problems are funny, Mr. Taylor? Uh, shouldn't be called Mr. Taylor. Not in my 60s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, just going downtown, slinging dope, metaphorically, you know, slinging dope jokes at the comedy club. But they, like, me and Nathan talked about it a little bit, but there was on Who Gives F. Go check that out if you have it. But we were just, like, all of a sudden, like, you just see this rolling, basically, garbage can. It's like the, it's uh, broke R2-D2. It's R2-D2 before he got, like, you know, like a stun gun installed and uh, the beep boops. Uh, he got it, you know, before he got his own language. And, uh, you know, before everybody learned uh, beep boop language to understand him. That's the one, like, how many languages do they speak in fucking Star Wars? Like, so many people, know, like, they don't even speak it. They just understand it. Like, everybody just somehow understands universal languages. Like, we know Robot, we know Wookiee, we know weird, creepy bartender alien. 
<laughs> I hope that's the species of alien. <laughs> it's there's, there's no real species name for it. It's just bartender alien. <laughs> it's good at slinging cocktails. That's why we have it here. <laughs> it, exclusive. Its habitats include cruise ships. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many. But there's this creepy little R2D2 robots rolling around, and they fall people. And the thing I can't stand, man, they just they scan you. They scan your entire body. That is terrifying. I don't want a robot having my physiological damage unless it scans me and then tells me like it's that is that the new Medicare for all like medical plan? We just have robots going around scanning people, be like, "Yo, you got cancer." Uh, yeah, check out that. Uh, you got. You better check out that wart on your butt. It's uh, not good. You know, just robots scanning everybody for free. That'd be wild. It's just, and then, isn't that the Rick and Morty thing where they scan Jerry and they uh, give him employment and then give him pills? <laughs> That's the future we're heading towards. And I'm not, I'm not I don't want to do it. This is why I live near a mountain town, so one day I can escape up into the Rockies. These aren't the Rockies around here. Wade doesn't know his geography at all. You know what? Uh, I have a globe right here. I, I don't even know technically what. I think it's like the uh, Wasatch. Is I think mountain range what this is, uh, the by the Great Salt Lake. So, the Wasatch Mountains is what I'm going to go up to. Don't know if those are sustainable, but I will try my best. I will fend off, bring my dogs up there, and but I'm still going to have to pick up their poop. That's the thing. If I was going to bring my dogs with me in a survival situation, and I had to keep predators and other people away, I have to hide the dog poop. Right? You have to cover every track. You keep like, do you have like a like I tie like a big eagle feather behind me as I walk, so it like scrapes the snow and like covers my tracks everywhere I walk. But then everyone's like, "Wow, this giant bird is just dragging its ass everywhere. We should find this giant bird." (laughs) I can't win. I don't know how. How do you cover your tracks in the mountains? Are you a mountain man and lives in this podcast? Let me know. How do you cover your tracks in the mountains? We need answers today. Especially so we can fight the robots, because they're the ones that are going to track us down. Don't... You know how every robot movie, they have infrared uh, capabilities as robots? Like, they can all see? That was programmed into them. Like, why are we giving robots the ability to see us better? I think we need to dumb down our robots. Like, we made robots pretty, pretty, uh, you know, know, uh, high-tech. They got a lot of different things, right? They got a good source of tech going into them um maybe we should just like scale it back a little bit like just keep a couple things for ourselves like make sure we keep a high heat signature on them so we can use them for just use something keep something for the humans so we can take them down right come on google i mean skynet whatever you call it Ah, old man problems get this decaf in you and you start spitting off about the the new world <laughs> gonna go up in the mountains Oh, yeah. There's a new world coming, guys. 2020. It's going to be a lot different. And uh, you know what? If you're looking for jobs in 2020, there's going to be a new skill set you got to get ready for. That's right. In 2020, guys, they're, they're, they're going to, your employers, they're looking for emotional intelligence. Yeah. You could throw out your high school. 
IQ. No one gives a shit about that. You're problem solving, but no. Can you relate to people on an emotional level? You bet your sweet ass you're getting a promotion, Stacy. You got it. You, Paul, you know how to comfort people. You're getting a promotion. So that's where we're at now. Emotional intelligence. There's seven reasons why, guys. Now, here's like, and here's according to the study, right? This is a 2011 Career Builder Survey. Why are we going off stats from 2011 for 2020? Don't know, but this is what we got to deal with. More than 2,600 hiring managers and human resource professionals, uh, 71 stated the value of emotional intelligence in an employee over IQ. 75% they were said they were more likely to hire an emotionally intelligent worker, and 59% claimed to pass on candidates with a higher Q, IQ but a lower emotional intelligence. In other words, guys, sociopaths, your time's up. You can't you can't be in the workplace and not have uh and not have some empathy, which can be you should have empathy definitely have empathy, but not too much empathy because empathy can be used at you against you like a weakness. Why do you think every Bond movie, James Bond has empathy for whatever girl he's hooking up with in that movie, and all of a sudden he's got to be like, damn, I have to choose, and he always chooses it, and he gets used against him. See. That's one reason why, like, CEOs and, like, you've heard that adage, like, psychopaths and sociopaths, they're all, like, CEOs have traits like them. That's how they climb to the top. They don't care who they step on. Which is funny, um, because they don't care who they step on, but yet they create a lot of good by not caring. Like, they create thousands of jobs, put stimulate, help stimulate economy, the economy. It's weird. You're just like, you don't care, but yet somehow you are doing positive. Mm, it's weird. How are you doing this? But there are seven reasons why they would be doing this. So, let's look at the seven reasons why. That's why we got not worth the time here. We're just going to go through things that you probably didn't need to know. Here we go. They can... They can handle pressure healthy. Yeah, you know, you it doesn't matter that you handle the pressure. Is it healthy, though? Um, let's see here. People in high levels of emotional intelligence are more aware of their internal therm, uh, thermometer and therefore are better able to manage their stress level. They tend to have better development cope, uh, development coping mechanisms and a healthy support system. <laughs> can you cope with the fact that you're going to work 90 hours a week? Are you going to cope with the fact that you'll never see your kids? Well, if you can do this healthy, we still want you here. <laughs> Let's see here. Number two, they understand and uh, cooperate with others. Uh, yes, the old teamwork adage. We got to make sure that we have everybody working well. Highly emotional, intelligent uh, people will have have well-developed people skills and that let them build relationships uh, with a desired range of people across many cultures and backgrounds. Okay, that's the asset of increasing globalized workplace. Yeah, you got to be able to work with everybody. So emotionally intelligent people. I, I believe as long as like, even if you're not emotionally intelligent, like if you want a goal done, don't like you don't care who it is. Like, Hey, you don't even recognize. You're just like, can you do this? Sweet. Let's do this together and make sure we have the best bait and put out the best thing. I don't know, man. Okay. They're good listeners. Nobody wants a good listener. Okay. Everybody, you, you just, you just, you don't listen to nobody. 
You don't listen to nobody. You go into your job and you, you take life by the horns. You make sure you do everything your way. Fuck procedures, right? You rewrite the procedure manual. You show everybody how there's a new way to do it, a more efficient, better way, and that's going to get results. And if it doesn't, you just get fired and you go try to do something else. <laughs> everybody, take my advice from this podcast. I want you to go into your work the next day and completely overhaul the entire operation. And you're going to show everybody that you have what it takes to manage. Just switch it up. Dude, I swear to God, that's all what top-level management is once you get to a certain point. It's justifying your position by going, how do we change uh, the process that we do things? It, it's so funny because I've worked in corporate culture for so for such, not even you know, not even a long time, like three years. And it was like, like everybody was like, oh, yeah, we're switching this process. I'm like, okay, why? This seems to be working. And, I'm like, and everyone's like oh yeah this is the way we did it like four years ago so we're switching back because it showed to be more efficient and it's like uh then why did we change to begin with oh you know because like four years before that we were doing it this way and we thought it might be better this time so they just keep flip-flopping the same ideas to like justify like hey i came up with a new idea and implemented this it's just something they can pitch at the next meeting uh they're more empathetic we've covered that we need sociopaths at the top guys we don't need to relate to people that's absurd they set an example for others to follow. Yeah, uh, they, I, I'm crying at my desk because I'm emotionally uh, intelligent. I'm crying, crying. That I don't know why I associate emotions with crying. Probably because dude and have unhealthy ideas of what emotions are. <laughs> that's what I associate. Oh, man, I am fucked up if that's my idea of emotions. Uh, they make more thoughtful and thorough decisions. Hmm. I don't know because then you say like if you're like me, I make decisions based on how other people feel all the time, and it's not necessarily the best for me or like the everybody else. It might be fucking worse. I don't know, guys. You be the judge of that. Do you want to be known for uh, being emotionally intelligent? Well, maybe you should do that, or maybe you should be like me and just go with your gut. That's what we do best. We go with our gut feeling. That's right, everybody. And if you don't know, guys, it turns out it's no longer science. Your gut feeling is no longer metaphor, according to this next article, right? So it turns out your gut is almost like your second brain because it's got all these neurons in it. It's got these nerds in there. It's got these nerdons. Your gut... <laughs> Your brain's like, your body's like a company, right? Let, let me explain something to you. Your, bro, your body's like a company, right? You got the execs, everybody making all the decisions up at the top, and then you got the henchmen and the break, the ground layers down in the gut. Yeah, you see, the brain is telling you like, hey, you know what? Maybe we should go on a run today. And then your gut's like, yeah, we should do that. It'd be good for us to work off some of this energy. And then you do, and then your brain's like, yeah, we did it. We should reward ourselves. But your brain, your gut's like, ah, we probably shouldn't do that if our target is, if we're trying to reach our target goal by the end of the year of losing 20 pounds. And then all of a sudden, bam, you're at odds, but the brain always wins because they're top management so you got to learn how to get the little guy up and that's by having emotionally intelligent guts guys because <laughs> your brain's a sociopath <laughs>
Uh, dude, I don't know why it's so funny to me. Your brain, you've got these nerds in your stomach who are like trying to teach you to right from wrong. But you keep corrupting them with grease. That's why <laughs> your bra- your brain's just like the top corporate guys trying to keep the, the peons fat down there and dumb. That's why you your brain's constantly like, fill it with grease. It's your gut. <laughs> You're trying to keep your gut fat so you can keep controlling it. Oh man, who knew? Uh, oh, what you mean? Your body is a lot like a giant microcosm of a ton of things happening. You mean 2016's happening in my body right now? <laughs> That's right. I'm down here. I'm gonna go all the way to the top. I'm gonna show that I'm gonna drain the swamp in the brain. We're the ne- every every New Year's resolution. <laughs> We're gonna drain the swamp of our brain. We're going to go up there, and I'm going to show him what's done. But you're the most unhealthy gut biome we have here. I don't care. (laughs) Okay, let me get to this actual article. Holy shit, I'm just cracking myself up. That's so fucking stupid. Woo! Okay, so it turns out here, uh, the actions of the nervous system perform, including ensuring food passes through the regular speed and getting the right juices secreted from the digestion easier managing the mucus and uh insulating lining um this is a critical function but and in the past decades we have learned how much of an impact the gut can have on the rest of our body yeah okay we've known that uh commands and controls uh let's see here uh well this is what i want to get to because this is where it's fascinating like that's all like you want to read any of like the actual nitty gritty of the of the study, uh, you definitely want to go check it out in the links below. I have all the links down there, so go check that out. Um, a 2011 study split a group of mice based on their personality: timid versus adventurous. Uh, how did you give these mice personality tests? <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, I hope it's just like old mice filling out the census. <laughs> For these, it's just like, like they're the only mice that have time. They're like, hey man, I got cheese to make. And like the old mice, I'll take the test. I consider myself very adventurous. <laughs> but they had they had timid mice and adventurous mice. Probably like seeing which ones would leap for a piece of rope or something. I don't know. I'd love to know how they contributed that. <laughs> uh, like just dumb things like that. I love knowing. Okay. Uh, but the researchers took it to set aside the mice with a micro-free gut. Um, so that's complete clean slate, I guess. Half of them were installed with a microbiome of a timid mice, and the other half were replaced with the microbiome of an adventurous right. Uh, lo and behold, those, uh, germ-free mice took the personality traits of the microbiome owner. So... Uh, basically, if you inject them with the timid stuff, they get all timid and, like, don't want to do nothing. They're just like, I'm going to hide in my basement, and it'll be cool, and I'm going to stockpile weaponry. <laughs> and the adventurous mice were like, well, man, fuck it, we'll fly a plane and uh, see what happens. <laughs> the adventurous mice were going west. <laughs> a five goes west. These adventurous mice with their microbiome. Um... I don't know why microbiome. Every time I say it, I want to say it like a Cajun man microbiome. Yeah, hey, Sherry, have you checked out my microbiome? <laughs> Just some Cajun man. He's like, I'm here to eat crawdads and sh- change my micro gut biome. 
my biome. <laughs> it's definitely a place in uh, New Orleans. That's a street off of Bourbon Street. Just um, biome. <laughs> Welcome to a biome Ave. Oh, fuck, man. Okay, in 2013 study, uh, using another mice model, uh, they found uh, that the California Institute of Technology found that mice with autistic features such as stress, socially, uh, antisocial nature, and trouble, uh, troubling gastrointestinal syndromes, uh, symptoms had much lower levels of bacterium phagiles. Fag, flaggles? I don't know, dude. Um, than normal mice did. Uh, worse still, when injected a chemical with a chemical uh, found in the gut of autistic mice and normal mice, they developed those autistic uh, symptoms. A bunch of anti-vaxxers just heard that. So you're telling me they're lacing the stuff with, with autism. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not what they said. <laughs> They quit trying to nitpick your studies. This is why we all ha are fucked up right now. Everybody's nitpicking. Um, Arizona State conducted a study and found that humans with uh, behavioral conditions such as autism had a significantly difference in their gut microbiome as compared to a normal human. Define, define normal? Who are you calling normal? People with autism are beautiful. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, okay. Well, now that we're done with that argument, uh, can we get back to the study? Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't get this far down here, and I probably don't have to move on after this because it, it's fascinating. But I the, just got to move on to the next article because it's definitely something I want to talk about. Now, here's an interesting one. Tapeworm to the rescue. Now, I don't know about you guys. Definitely don't want tapeworms in me. And if you're about to pitch to me that tapeworms can help me reset my micro gut biome, micro gut biome. Uh, then I I'm I'm not into this. Okay, this is like th we're going back to leeching. <laughs> we used to like you got a blood disease, just slap some leeches on that. We'll get the bad blood out of you. Just one leech, take all the bad blood out of you. They know they're good at it. They know exactly which blood cells to take and not take. It's not like they're just harfing down all the good blood. Um, but it said uh, one connecting factor between brain and the gut has been immune system neural disease such as uh, Alzheimer's and multi-scoliosis uh, multi um, are linked to changes in the immune system uh, and autoimmune diseases of the gut. A new study published in whatever, who gives a shit what it's probably, um, has made use of the instrument showing that the gut can imp have an impact on the brain. Okay, okay, okay. I want to know, dude. Uh, they said this. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Oh, I didn't say anything about. Well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I'm looking for. To test memories, the rats were put in a room that were allowed to uh, become familiar with. Then Bilbo gave them. Why is it? Who's named Bilbo? Uh, why is this person named? Uh, oh, wow. That's her last name, Stacy Bilbo. Uh that poor girl. So many Lord of the Rings jokes made at her her entire life. Not going to contribute to that pain. Stacy's a scientist and she's way smarter than me. But anyway, I digress. She gave them uh, a shock so that they would connect the room with bad memories. The next day, she would reintroduce them to the both womb and unwounded rats into the room. She found that the mice with tapeworms were twice as likely to recoil from 
the room as the rats who didn't not have the worm. I said womb, it's worm. So uh, there were rats that had worms and then the ones that didn't. So the ones with the tape were, were my, so, oh, dude. So you're telling me like a tapeworm's like, <laughs> you have another living organism in you like a tapeworm. So it's like doubling down your skid like things that hurt it. And it's like, uh-uh, no, we're not getting shocked today. This tapeworm's not having any of it. This tapeworm is telling you like, mm-mm. <laughs> the tapeworm's got like puppet strings on your, like in your gut and pulling it to get to the top, guys. <laughs> it's like, it's just like, uh-uh, tell the, tell the execs. Like, it's a guy who doesn't even work there just coming into your company and being like, yeah, tell them we don't like this. And the, they're like, yeah. <laughs> the tapeworm is just a parasite. It's the secret shadow government that's telling you how to operate. Wow, nuts, guys. Well, you know, it is nuts. But you know what? Uh, it, it, tapeworms. It's just fucking nuts. I, dude, I'm, I, I'm scared of that all the time. So you hear those horror stories? I've seen two things that always freak me out. Uh, there's two, like, I've the, heard the horror stories about tapeworms. Because they're, like, they're fucking forever. Like, they can go through your entire gut, your, like, intestine. So it's creepy as shit, right? And then you got, like, the the other thing that scares me that I've heard the scene like video of well it's like a fake video it's like thousands way to die shit is like when people have had like leeches or some kind of worm up in their like nostril and it like pops out and it's like blah, 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 and it shoots back up and then like a guy pull takes tweezers and pulls it out it's like the most grotesque thing ever and I'm always scared that it might happen to me and I don't want it to happen guys it's a fear of mine please and this is why I don't want to go in the mountains so let's keep the society going so I don't have to go to the mountains and risk that. Oh shit! Uh, I hate why that's that's so so uh, quiet there. Didn't like that, but it is what it is. It's time for one of our favorite times, guys. It's time for misconnections. Woo woo! This one comes all the way from Nashville, Tennessee. So, and this one's pretty specific. Uh, so you we might be able to find some people eight hours ago as of this as of recording this. So this is 24 hours after I've recorded this that you will be listening to this. So there's still time. So it'll be at that time, uh, you know, uh, the 24, the 30, 32 hours. 32 hours is where we're at. So we're going to help these people. Just labeled Dollar General, guys. Uh, you work at one of the DG stores. That's how you know you go to Dollar General too much. You refer to the DG. You just you tell all your buddies when you're leaving. I'm going down to the DD. Anybody need some uh, knockoff soda, some army men, maybe some uh, whales? By the way, Dollar Tree, all those places have whales. Way better than fucking goldfish. Just saying, fight me about it. Uh, near me and I always enjoy our pleasant conversations why are you stay how long are these conversations that's the other thing when they say pleasant conversations if it's just a normal standard how you doing oh these are cool oh they're on sale and you're just keeping it strictly about your work and then you say bye have a nice day and shit like that that's not not pleasant conversation that's normal and uh, nothing to read into there anyway need more details on your conversation uh, we both are senior adults ooh Congrats to you on knowing where to go to Craigslist, sir or madam. I think I'm going to go with a sir. This is, Every time I read a Craigslist posting, I assume it's a dude because this is total dude behavior. Uh, during my visit on the store on Saturday afternoon, we talked about my beer purchase 
and you mentioned you enjoy the same brand and in a selection that had more flavor okay wait what the same brand in a selection that had a little more flavor i would enjoy having a nice beer with you sometime if you are open to the same dude I get what you're doing here. You just need to get get this out here. You need to put this out to the world. So you did it. Now just go and say this to this person in their face. Just go down there and be like, I'd like to get a beer with you. Also, Dollar General sells, sells beer. That's more informative to me on, of this post than anything. What Dollar General sells beer? That is, that is news to me. Like, and what kind? Like, do they sell, like... Is it just Milwaukee? Is it nothing about Milwaukee's best or like the the military grade beer where it's just a white can that says beer in big black letters? Like I have to know what you guys are selling. Write me about that. That's what I need to know. Every, it, can you what, Tennessee? Like you just Dollar General's just like yeah, we'll we'll sell alcohol there. <laughs> Tennessee must have zero liquor license laws. Yeah, you can sell beer on your front porch. It's like it's like the lemonade stands in Nashville. <laughs> Kids just selling. You're like five, and you're selling beer instead of lemonade. Good for you, Nashville. That's the place I want to live in. That's the America we need, guys. If you like this show, which I know you do, you wait for it every two weeks. You'll wait another two weeks. It'll be a good time. I want you to head on over, though, and fill the rest of your week with the great shows that we have over at PunningGames.com. Every Monday through Friday, we got something coming at you. Uh, from conspiracy theorists, from the Grove podcast to movie reviews with Monster Jamboree to just sports and general talk from champions of podcasting from things about stuff. And then me and Nathan, every Wednesday talking shit on who gives a F. We talked about a dude who drinks horse cum this week. You can't miss out on that. So check it out, punninggame.com. Go check out all the shows we got the offer. And don't you forget. Get guys to go to the punting game shop because it's getting chilly. It's getting down to the nitty gritty of the holiday season. You're gonna need gifts soon, and you know what? I want those gifts to get to you, and I don't want you to have to pay a dime for shipping. So that's why you're gonna use promo code NWTPOD to for free shipping when you go to Teespring.com/slash/punninggame. Uh, or just go to the website and click on the Pun and Game Shop and shop there. Click it, and it'll take you right to the store. Bam. And you just remember to use that promo code, W-N-W-T-P-O-D. That's N-W-T-P-O-D for free shipping. You can get shirts for this, the show, Who Gives the F, uh, The Grove, all of them, guys. And we got more stuff coming down the pipeline, so look at that. Um, guys, uh, also, also, you guys want to watch me do some stand-up. I know you do. I want to watch me do some stand-up because I take myself and a narcissist, uh, not emotionally intelligent. So if you want to come watch me do some stand-up, December 6th, guys, the Urban Lounge, the free kitten show. Come check me out on that. Uh, that shows be at 7 at the Urban Lounge. So come check me out. That's in Salt Lake City. So if you're in that area, come watch me do some a set and have a good time. Uh, we'll get some beers, have a good laughs, and it'll be a great time. You'll see some other great local comics. We'll have a ball. Guys, once again, thank you for not listening to Not Worth the Time. Thank you for listening to this show. And remember, Dollar General sells beer.